Welcome to the Nurturing Podcast, where early childhood is the priority. In our podcast, renowned experts from around the world share actionable tips and techniques, experiences, and best practices for educators and parents. Welcome to part three of our conversation with Dr. Swati Popat. In this conversation, we will talk more on how education teaching and learning has changed in today's times in our previous podcast with dr swati we talked about her life story her impact on education space in india and her view on how parents and teachers can together contribute better to a child's development in part 2 we talked much more on global philosophies and how parents and teachers can come together and understand the real meaning of nurturing to enhance the development of their children If you if you missed part one and two of our discussion, please check out episode one of the Nursing Podcast. So thank you for your time today, Swati, ma'am. So the way educators teach and the way children learn has changed significantly in the last two decades, or from thirty five years back when you first started. In one of your previous talks, ma'am, you mentioned that established philosophies like Montessori also need to change to fit the needs of the present times. for you what's the most positive change that has happened i go back to that uh, simple philosophy which i told you which was uh, let's not teach children what to learn let's teach children how to learn and i think technology and google today are strongly telling us that children don't need dates children don't need facts they can easily get it on google so what do they then need they need intelligence and logical thinking to decipher to analyze and to apply those facts that google and the world's media is going to throw at them and that is the major shift that we need in education when we talk about textbooks i can read a textbook i don't need a teacher for that what do i need a teacher for then i need a teacher to help me see different perspectives what has happened till now in education is we have thumped down on the child our perspective of history our perspective of geography now this child in today's classroom has google has exposure to the whole world uh, is not uh, completely he is not uh, dependent on you to tell him about history or geography so then what does this child in today's classroom require from you that's exactly it he requires from you somebody that he can deliberate with discuss with somebody who's going to show her different perspectives different arguments and yet accept if the arguments don't match because that is the true meaning of education i mean look at today a lot of educated people are falling for fake news why are they doing that recent fake news i'll tell you in education i got so many whatsapp forwards saying final net national education policy document final one final one final one and i said this doesn't look like the final one did you check on the hrd ministry is it there and then that uh, everybody that was sending me that message i was sending them the same message did you check it on hrd ministry and they two of them replied to me no it's not there i said then how can you be passing on national education policy document saying it's final oh because you know what 
my principal sent it to me so they think anything that comes from a person of authority is right and that means our education has let us down very badly because we were taught that people who are older to us people who are senior to us are always right and today's children don't think like that today you have 13 year olds who are bloggers you have 11 year olds who are authors so it's a changing world and are we changing with it that's very important am i teaching today's child the skills that the child will require for today i am also against educators saying uh, oh we don't know the jobs uh, after 20 years are we preparing children for the jobs of the future my kindergarten teacher never prepared me for computers but i think i am coping very well with computers because what she taught me was resilience and that's what brings me to making mistakes accepting those mistakes moving on so the shift in education which is required is exactly this we need to understand that it's time we stopped teaching our children and we taught them application of knowledge analyzing of knowledge and logical thinking so when i have spoken at one conference that it's time for montessori also to change i don't mean to montessori per se maria montessori but i mean the way montessori is implemented in many schools montessori the best way to study her and understand her is by reading her books i have not done a montessori course i have read each and every book written by maria montessori i have read every book written by uh, rudolf steiner or beit gijubai or beit frederick frobel because it's always better to hear from the masters rather than hearing from somebody in between who has not understood their philosophy so the way montessori is implemented in this country is very wrong it's very rigid it's very frigid it's very traditional and her essence which comes out in her books is not coming out in your training of the teachers who implement montessori so that is an education shift that i would like where we stop thrusting our knowledge onto children and start nurturing the knowledge which is there within them and make it meet the knowledge which is out in the world and then let them make the best of what is within them what is outside in the world and become better individuals absolutely um what you just said is a key message for all our teachers and even for parents a child requires somebody that he can deliberate with discuss with somebody who's going to show her or him different perspectives different arguments and yet accept if the arguments of the child do not match that is the true meaning of education and that somebody is the role the teachers and parents need to play today so ma'am switching gears a little bit here talking about your role in ECA you are at the forefront of early childhood association in india and you've spoken about one of your initiatives aper that you are now heading what are the other key objectives of eca that you are most passionate about and the reason why i ask about this now is like all the change that is happening as we were just talking about definitely needs a more structured approach and agenda to kind of bring it to life right you know um to make it practical and for people to really absorb it So what are the key initiatives that you are focusing on as part of ECA for India to help the new change 
reach the grassroots level? So basically, ECA is very keen. Yes, we 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 are partnering with governments when they are making policies and all that. That's fine. The policy, if you understand, always is on paper and it remains on paper. You need to go that one step forward and connect with that actual teacher or the actual parent who touches the lives of children, and that is where ECA is doing more work. We do it through our campaigns. Like recently, we have the campaign of April called "Ring the Bell for Water." It started when we saw a Kerala school had started ringing bells so that children drink water, and we got inspired by it and we made it into an all India campaign. And we were surprised with the number of schools who became part of the campaign who told us, "Thank you for bringing this to our notice." We also never noticed that we are actually stopping people from children from drinking water. and we were shocked to see the number of schools that actually criticized us for bringing this campaign by saying that you know how much of portion we have you know how much of syllabus we have you want us to stop for while children drink water so it's campaigns like this which actually help us understand the mindset of schools educators and then gives us that opportunity to change it because with this campaign we have had dialogues with so many schools so many educators and put our point forward about why put the research points forward about why we managed to convince some but even those whom we've not convinced at least we have put that seed into their mind that there is a perspective different than theirs and maybe it will work as a nagging thing in them that what they are doing is wrong so eca and aper both are more keen on doing this kind of work and uh, that is why we have representation like leaders from all over india who take care of each territory who help take these campaigns into the territory what we would actually love also is to work hand in hand with the government to train anganwadi teachers which presently is going very slow because of the red tape that is involved in getting through to these government officials to give us these anganwadi teachers to train I too, ma'am, truly believe that real impact can be made by engaging and spreading awareness at the grassroots level. I admire your team's foresight and the vision. It's um, it's it's amazing to see how much thinking you and your organization is putting into the future of our children here. A sincere, heartfelt thank you from all of us at Soko World. Thank so, you so much. This brings us to the end of part three of our discussion with Dr. Swati. In the next part. we will talk a lot more on parenting child's room design and what to look for in a school or a teacher so stay tuned thank you for listening to today's episode of nurturing podcast this podcast was brought to you by soko world an all in one platform for preschools daycares and parents our mission at soko world is to create super schools and super parents that are aware and engaged meaningfully to deliver better development and learning outcomes for children from 0 to 6 years to access our other podcasts and helpful resources download our app soko world that is s o c o world from your app store or visit blog.sokoworld.com again s o c o world.com do subscribe to our newsletter so you can get news resources articles and templates delivered directly to you 
to help you with your daily work and challenges. Thank you again for being such an amazing audience. Stay tuned.